I love this thing. What thing? This podcast thing. The podcast where we agree with each other about conspiracies. You know you want to. Turn me on. Turn me up. Well, you don't want too much grace. Turn it up a teensy bit. <laughs> In my head. Will somebody please listen to me? Pretty fresh beat, huh? Yeah, like pump up the beat. <laughs> <laughs> it was the greatest of them all. You know, she farted in my face at Soul Cycle. <laughs> what? What you just said is outrageous. I don't think this is enough coffee to get through an entire show. All with right, you. go get some more. Stories of my love. See these old old folks. I mean, is this the kind of thing that pops up on your Netflix queue? It's a dark water type. I've got the most wonderful news for you. We're gonna be like news anchors reporting on nonsense. <laughs> Yeah, we'll do merch. What do you want to do? T-shirts, uh, underwear. It's going to be a massive production. Yeah, you're vaccinated now, huh? Yeah, I got the fake government control vaccine uh-huh. uh, for the fake Chinese government control virus. Yeah. This is misinformation, and I'm going to talk about this in my segment, this kind of misinformation and why people... I got it so people would shut up, but it's still fake government control shit. Microchip, 5G. QAnon. (laughs) (laughs) I don't like being controlled, man. I know, we know you don't. I like people telling me what to do. Yeah, so? Don't smoke. And come on, it's embarrassing. Get exercise and don't eat vats of butter. You're goddamn right. People trying to tell me what to do. I got nothing to say. No one's telling you what to do. You're a grown man and you make your own decisions. Now, isn't that the hardest part of it all? But if you're doing the low carb or you're doing the keto thing, you got to have the heavy cream because it doesn't have that. Oh, you're so LAAF right now talking about your keto. Get out of here. This is LAAF. Two tickets to LA. You just want to eat bacon and cream. No, it's the natural way to eat. You also don't eat any vegetables. Hardly any. You see, I'm the old-fashioned type. I grew up on a farm. What you just said is outrageous. Yeah, cauliflower pizza, uh, cops, uh, corruption, um, acting, uh, stuffed animals, uh, weather, uh, wind, uh, marijuana. Duh. Did I say cops? Uh, corruption. Uh, said, um, <laughs> Which stuffed animals? Art, music, society, chipmunks. religion, chipmunks. Um, all this on today's LAAF. If you don't remember the face, you must have heard the name. Now, now, don't let's be small about such matters. You're listening to LAAF. Crazy people. Are we finally ready to start? Live from the City of Roses. I thought this would be funny, but it's not. This is LAAF. Everyone thinks we're incompetent. With Grace Faye. I just want to tell you all how happy I am to be back in the studio. Grace! And another unsung blue-collar hero. Jimmy McCammon. Don't you sometimes hate yourself? Constantly. The old team together again. Oh. Nothing can stop us. See. This. You must have dreamed about this moment for a thousand times. Is L.A. A-F. How'd you like it? Oh, I didn't. Thank you. I'm going to leave them the worst review. I love it in Pomona. And action. 
Okay, Shields Up, uh, crew on high alert here at the LAAF compound. Mm, that's right, it is city Friday. Uh, it's always Friday when we do the podcast oh. now, we're doing it once a week. Um, it's, it's Friday, be excited. It's not enough. We want to do more per week. Flood our inbox with money. Follow, <laughs> follow us at the LAAF podcast. No, no, no. It's LAAF podcast at the at things. And then uh, give us money on Patreon, LAAF, uh, patreon.com slash LAAF. Huh? Yeah. And message huh? us and, and you know, t- tell us what you like and what you don't like about the show. And um, we will answer your questions. Ask us questions if you have any questions on any of those platforms. Lie if you want. You can lie as much as you want. Tell us all things Tell that us you fake like about stories. the show. Yeah. yeah. Um, here was- in the oaken-lined halls of the LAAF compound, across this this sturdiest of, of tables from me sits actor, <laughs> singer, Facebook. songwriter, maker extraordinaire, uh, the heart of the LAAF podcast, our guiding light. It's Grace Faye, everybody. All right. And right across the table from me, that's Jimmy, the other guy. Okay, good. Uh, a lot of stuff coming up in the podcast to to talk about. I have notes. I, I want to talk about the big bear that was hanging out with John Cox. Are you aware of Chinese sang culture? Wait, big bear. Oh, John Cox and the big bear. Yeah, yeah. we'll get to it. Yeah, yeah. I like uh, I like his whole campaign. Caitlyn Jenner's jumping into the race. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel that it's time for Sanford. my guy. Who almost ran last time, Guy Manley, maybe to put his foot in this race, okay? I'll tell you just what it takes to enter the California gubernatorial race. Thank you. Yeah, I'll pass that on to Mr. Manley because he's going to need it um, to take on... Just be a goober and you're ready. uh, Oh yeah, gubernatorial. What's funny about it is the last time there was a... What you call it? A runoff? No, a a pickup? Recall election. A recall, yeah. A recall election. Uh... They took a, I remember reading the local paper, and the local paper took a, a survey of young children, and, sa- and Arnold Schwarzenegger was running at the time, and this local paper takes this survey of these young children, and their headline is, if children voted, Arnold Schwarzenegger would win. Well, guess what? <laughs> Arnold Schwarzenegger won. So we can basically base all of our voting in California on whatever teenage children would do. And that'll be what'll happen, at least in runoff, cutoff, uh, bu- bumpkiss, what are they called? Mm-hmm. This goober, kind of goober election. Goober, elections. Goober rhetorical elections. <laughs> <laughs> hey, 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 there's better news than this. Yeah, Disneyland is open. Okay. Yay! Okay, great. <laughs> I mean, people are excited. You can also, My you too. My friends who are performers are excited. You too can go and be hot and crowded and and. And wear your mask and listen to children scream and wear a mask all day and oh but did they ever mop that cobblestone walkway they mopped they the shit out of it they had a year to mop it they've been mopping it for a year just for you get your butt down there and enjoy some uh, happiest place they dredged out all the bodies from the lagoon uh, I may be bitter about Disneyland. I went there as a kid so many times that oh, I completely I mean, got so my fill of it. We lived right down there. You know I grew up in Anaheim. My dad worked for Odetix, which is the next door uh, neighbor to Disneyland. No fair. Everybody at Odetix would get season passes to Disneyland. So Stop it was it. literally my backyard. 
And, uh, and now you're bored with it I'm and bored. sardonic and yeah. disaffected, it, unaffected. Bro? Yeah, you should move on, bro. Move on. Go to Knott's Berry Farm or like um, <laughs> Six Flags or somewhere cool like that. Hey, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to go to museums. I want to oh. go to the aquarium now that everything's open. And you know the biggest, excitingest thing that I want to do? You museum. You practically live in I, it. I'm going to talk about it. You but, post pictures every day from there. Um, uh, Don't tell my stalkers where I go. And um, I... <laughs> hey, good security down there. I'm going to go to a movie in a movie theater. Can we do that? Uh, Want to go to a movie, Jimmy? Uh, I mean, I, over this whole course of the thing, I worked out what is probably a 12-foot wide screen on our wall to watch movies on. So, I mean, again, I'm Again, humble brag with the projector. This whole deal has made me a, 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 an indoorsman, like, you know? An indoorsman. Yeah. Do you wear your flannel for the that? The same way I was an outdoorsman before, I'm an indoorsman now. I, I'm... I'm, I'm Tough and brutal at the game of at it. editing. Yeah, you're, you're looking a little pale. <laughs> yeah, the Zoom meetings, like you know, I show up with my plaid shirt on and my overhauls. Well, I was talking to my friend about you know her boyfriend who's in construction and realizing that at a certain point you need to stop. I'm a little uncomfortable talking about this. Okay. I've got the most wonderful news for you. If you like blood and thunder. Come with me. Live from the LAAF Podcast Studios, this is Breaking News. Breaking News. Breaking News. Oh yeah, there's headlines. Tell me about them. <laughs> I was going to say <laughs> one. <laughs> da, da, da. An ex-con 24 is charged in that Sherman Oaks shootout with off-duty LAPD officer. This is crazy, and it raised a couple questions for me, because uh, this guy, uh, this LAPD officer, he leaves his gun in the car, and somebody has like a Slim Jim. This guy, this ex-con 24, has like a Slim Jim and uh, gets into the car, gets the gun, gets some of the cop's body armor, right? And uh, and but here's the deal, right? The cop gets back to his car. What's a Slim Jim? Uh, it's a thin piece of like um, a sheet metal, about an inch wide and very very thin. You know, just a sheet metal uh, thin, and you slide it in between uh, the window of a car and the rubber gasket. How do you get one of those? Because I mean, you shouldn't you get it? one since you lock your keys in the car all the time? Uh, we don't need to talk about that as much, but yeah, yeah, I should probably own one of those. I but want then, one too. But then there's always be a Slim Jim in the back of my car, kind of inviting anyone who knows how to use one to, just to get right into my car. I, I suppose I could magnet it to like the underside or something. I got AAA, alright? I'm a high roller. I don't worry about this shit. This cop, right, he gets back to his car where this perpetrator has now absconded with his armor and absconded with his weapon. And But he, he himself, he has another weapon with him. The cop. The, the cop. off-duty cop. <laughs> off-duty. So this here, is in Sherman Oaks. He's carrying Sherman two guns. Sherman Oaks, an off-duty cop, takes a, not only takes a weapon home with him and leaves it in the garage overnight 
in in his car, but but has another weapon in his apartment or wherever that comes down the stairs with him. You know, and like, I mean, what the hell? I don't have any argument against it because obviously he needed that weapon once he got there because criminals. But like, uh, it's funny that cops are walking around with so many several weapons, you know, and just like, I don't know if it's a great idea. Uh, one, one dangerous thing about cops carrying weapons in the first place isn't like, you know, the cop will shoot someone or something. It's someone crazy will get their hand on it, you know? Or a child or something like that, an innocent. Yeah, I had a, I had or- a friend who, as a dare, on, a, on like a dare, uh, tried to get a cop's gun one time. You know, and got as far as getting next to the cop and unbut. It was kind of in a crowd at a fair, so got as far as getting next to the cop and sort of unbuttoning, unbuckling the buckle, the only thing that held it in. He was like, "I got that far. I'm not going to lift that thing out of the holster, though." Like, but so the cop didn't even notice cop him didn't notice. unbutton it. Nope, cop didn't notice him Dang. unbutton, and and it would have been real easy to just take that gun. You had a lot of different kind of games when you were 11 <laughs> than I did. We was country folk. You leave us alone. We're simple people. I was doing my embroidery. In other news, here's how to report vehicles with out-of-state plates. Shut up, Karen. Don't. Okay, shut up. And by the way, this article in the Orange County Register by Jim Ratcliffe, shut up, okay? Nobody cares, shut up. It's a whole article of space devoted in the Orange County Register, one of the West Coast's biggest newspapers, on how to report vehicles with out-of-state plates, okay? Shut up, shut up! Stop calling me Karen. Okay. I wasn't calling you Karen. This this writer of this article. It's like, what what do you care? What do you care out of state plates? Uh, California wants its cash pronto. And within 20 days of moving here, owners must register their vehicles. Shut that's, up. Uh, that's Nobody a cares. Pain. Nobody but you cares, Jim Radcliffe. Shut up. Stop writing. Quit your job. I mean, and what if you're an actor and you move here and you aren't sure you're going to make it and so you don't want to change your plates or your license right away or your phone number? Anyway, that, that's everyone who moves to California is an actor anyway. So um, so John Cox did hire Tag the Bear and I have an interesting personal story with this. Oh, My yeah. agent actually sent me a text asking me if I would be willing oh, to dye my hair you. blonde and and perform with a live bear in a commercial. It was for this Goldilocks plumbing commercial that this same bear is acting in. Really? So his name is Tag. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He's got a seven-year career. He's this in Yellowstone, a, a bunch a of commercials. Bear. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but but what if you watch the video of John Cox speaking and then tag the bear next to him, like they're, he's not connecting with the bear at all. He's just saying no, his stupid speech. It's a prop. And the bear is sitting back there kind of bored and laying down and the trainer's having to give him food so he'll like sit up. And the bear is... He doesn't reference the bear. Like at least like as a performer, like have a bit, like have a moment, yeah. like be like Grizzly over here says da-da-da-da-da. You know, he didn't even really incorporate it. No, it's purely a prop and going with the super duper famous bear was not not a great idea for this guy. The bear has pretty much upstaged him. I hear more stories and comments and mentions about the bear than I do about about John Cox, even though he has a great last name, Cox. Who doesn't love Cox? I, I love know, Cox. I know. Randy Cox ran for uh, president in my high school, and that was very memorable. Randy Cox, John Cox. What? Here's one thing: is I'll take all the Cox I can get, especially <laughs> in government. <laughs> you know this is recorded. What? Okay. In any case, it was $6,000 to hire Tag to do this thing. He is a Kodiak bear from Ohio. He's nine years 
old and yeah I don't know anything about the Cox guy but but Tag is yeah. my friend and I might have even been in a, in a commercial with him he's your, Didn't your get the fellow part. union member he's in your union right I, is there a SAG after for bears I don't know <laughs> um, um, but no it's really easy to run uh, to run for the governor basically it only takes $4,000 and 7,000 signatures so also running are uh, Mary Ellen Cook a porn star who went by Mary Carey Angeline the 70 year old former Los Angeles billboard model Randy Quaid who tweeted he might run although he is pending criminal charges and Caitlyn Jenner what's the wonderful news this is LAAF I understand she was a terror to work with I'm a helpful person she had such grace come on I'm from Connecticut well you know grace is a tough one ladies and gentlemen the LAAF podcast proudly presents can't stop helping won't stop helping grace well you don't want too much grace she's here to guide you wear a cute mask this is how helping works love the Guggenheim I'm all about saving the trees this is grace she's a natural beauty no no more helping I like a more upscale nachos is trying just go along and sell out honey to help helping accomplish hey i'd like to announce before before i give over the stage to the illustrious grace fay i'd like to announce um that any of the laaf podcast listeners uh who were talking about certain co-hosts of this show making their gubernatorial run okay can put their money where their mouth is because uh certain co-hosts might be willing but might not have the 4G for... I'm, I'm just saying, you know, you might want to spark up a GoFundMe account or something. Get the governor you deserve, all right? A guy with a podcast. Thank you very much. Here's Grace Faye. An out-of-work actor with a podcast, yes. The perfect representation of Los Angeles. That's California as fuck. Yeah, oh, absolutely. Um, uh, so besides watching sappy, let's see, sweet um, shows like My Love on Netflix... Um, I've been watching Mayor of Easttown, which I'm super excited about on HBO Max, and we've been watching The Nevers as well. So Mayor of Easttown is amazing, like Kate Winslet does the Boston accent and drinks beer and wears flannel shirts, and I'm, I'm loving it. I'm loving the fact that maybe I could be an older actress in Hollywood and not have to be so glamorous and just keep on working. We did shoot our um, short film last weekend um, and put a couple pictures up on the LAAF podcast Facebook. Uh, that was really fun. I, um, we wrote it and uh, that should be coming out soon. Uh, did you see the photo of Biden with the, the Bidens with the Carters? Uh, I didn't see this photo yet. No, but okay, I heard, I'll post heard it. The, uh, the aspects. I'll post were all it because up. okay. Why do you think that the Bidens looked so much larger than the Carters in their seats, Jimmy? Why? I, I assume that um, Joe Biden and Jill Biden are both minimum eight feet tall. Um, yeah. yeah, so it's actually an example of something you know about, which is a wide-angle lens. That is lens. an eight-millimeter lens, yes. Yeah, it causes everything on the outer edges of the image to expand and the center to contract, so it made the Carters look even tinier. Yeah, they're um, probably socially distanced. Let me see. Let no, me see they're it. cuddled up. Are they? No, no, they're socially distanced. That's a See, they, had to, they were actually very far away. That space in the middle, in between them... Biden, is, Jill is Biden feet. is holding Carter's hand. Let me see. Let me see one more time. Okay. Well, we will post it as well. No, no, no. They're not holding it. They're six feet apart. <laughs> the, the two couples are six feet apart. No, they're not. The Carters are there and the Bidens are on either side. Oh. 
Oh. <laughs> anyway, we'll post the, the photos so y'all know. There have been lots of jokes about it on late night that kind of like, anyway, they look like giants. Um, I've been just relentlessly <laughs> buying gifts and flowers and all this for all my friends. Let's see, just in the month of April, I had two bridal showers, a bachelorette party, a couple birthday celebrations. Yeah, she's expecting her parade any moment. All I know is it's my birthday <laughs> this month later, and... I was working on your birthday yesterday. Gonna, you were, Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah, it's a bonfire, right? Y- yeah. Yeah, I got the truck <laughs> and the wood. Really? Truckload of wood. Yeah, I want to do a bonfire on the beach for my birthday. Uh, anyway. Oh, yeah. Let's give out the location. Okay. Okay. Um, it's going to be on the beach. Uh There's been some interesting uh, news stories. Basically, the diet industry reached a new peak of $78 billion in 2019, but it lost 21% of its value in 2020. So now, are you noticing all the ads coming up on Facebook again about like dieting, losing the pandemic, 15? I get the ads for shapewear, like constantly, where it shows someone's belly fat being like pulled up by like some spanks and stuff. And then all the comments are the funniest because it's all the women being like, like, this woman's not even big. Like, why is she even modeling for this? And meanwhile, I'm like looking at my commercial modeling going, okay, all right. So I could get a commercial modeling job that shows some belly fat being pulled off by the space. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, and people are, I, I celebrate when you see a model that doesn't look just completely thin and, you know, and, and it's good to see. But also I get those, uh, you know, if you leave your YouTube going, you know, you watch one YouTube video and then you just leave it on and the next one plays. It is some guy talking to me about, hey, bro, hey, bro, you got some fat there, huh? You're getting fat there, bro. You need to. You, You're like, back off. I'm like, hey, man. Yeah. OK. Like uh, this is between me and, and, and me. So, yeah, get out of my pocket. I wanted to talk a little bit about um, misinformation, right? There's a great article by Max Fisher in the New York Times today um, about in times of perceived conflict, how we seek security in groups. We kind of want to be in the in-group and it makes us feel more secure if we can say that everybody else not in our group is against us. So you'll agree mm. with this, Jimmy, because you don't like partisanship in either way. I don't like groups um, at all. Framing everything as a grand conflict against scheming enemies can feel enormously reassuring. So then you're looking for information that supports your idea and you're not looking for the true true facts so then there's these high profile political figures that are encouraging that kind of thing and then here's the third factor and why we're shifting towards a lot more basically fake news which is that social media people get positive feedback for posting inflammatory statements or things that aren't necessarily true but um but will get likes or lots of comments on them like you'll notice on on social media the the things that have a lot of comments there's the basic things like birth announcements engagement all that stuff but then there's the inflammatory ones and you know it's it's like rubberneck and we want to follow all those things so truthfulness of a post or accuracy of a claim on Twitter is not an identified motivation for retweeting. Instead, it's about what we want to argue with. Yeah. So in any case, there's just a lot of misinformation out there, and it seems like it's growing. Tell the truth, people. Honest to goodness, I hate you. Mm-hmm. 
Why are you still a loser? Everybody hates Jimmy. Jimmy thinks it's funny when you cry. Chime in, guy. Enough. Now he's a very charming man. He's an idiot. You don't seem like the type of person that anybody would want to hire. I have a personality type that makes it hard to work for or with others. Jimmy is drinking vodka on the toilet. I'm not about all that razzle-dazzle. Wear your good suit. This is my good suit. Mic check. It is kind of a, gl- a cloudy, gloomy day here. It's pretty great. Uh, we are getting like a reprieve from the hot, from the hot, hot heat. It won't last long. Here's a surprise we'll about Los Angeles. It. it is a desert after all. There is something called May Gray, which is where it gets kind of overcast and gray in May. And then June Gloom, where it also gets a little foggy and overcast. The heat of our summer is actually, I'd say, till moving through July, but really August, September are when it's burning hot here. Oh. That's when the ocean water heats up enough that you can really just hang it out in there naked, or you can't go naked. But that kind of ties into what I have. If you go to- deep enough in the ocean, you can. The oh. sharks pull your bikini right off. If you go deep in enough into the ocean, you are dead of either drowning or being eaten. Sang. <laughs> what? One did sing in the past. I'm so sung. I'm so. <sighs> Pronouncing it right. Sang. I'm so sung. So sung? I'm so sung. You've been sung. You're a song that's been sung. This Chinese word means morning and is now the trending word to reflect the reduced work ethic, a lack of self-motivation, and uh, an apathetic demeanor. Morning with a U or without a U? Morning with a U. Morning. Yeah. I'm sad. Not morning. I'm down. I'm negative. Is that also something that's happening right now to people because of the pandemic? Yeah, it's a whole style. It's like a, a, a it's like a cult, like Eeyore cultural movement Eeyore cult in China. Yeah, don't say Eeyore. Don't say Eeyore. Why not? Don't say Eeyore in China. <laughs> their prime minister. Uh, their prime minister looks like Winnie the Pooh. Okay, so he has Aww. outlawed. So he has outlawed all poo-related content. Any kind of references <laughs> to Eeyore. Um, uh, what caused the same culture? The occurrence of any popular culture cannot happen for no reason, but must be rooted in social thought and collective struggles. And these are some of the challenges that the young of China are facing. Rousing, uh, rising housing prices, delayed retirement, the deterioration of urban living environments. So it's going to inc- be like the U.S. now? And the increasing burden of an only child taking care of two parents. Now, the thing is... I've always been on this thing of like, um, we criticize each other back and forth. You know, Mm -hmm. lots of people in America think that the government of China is like uh, monolithic and evil and uh, authoritarian. And uh, and that's true to a large degree. And lots of people in uh, in uh, China and the and America think that the American government is all those same things. And it's also true to a large degree. You know, these. Uh, two like governments are both guilty of cr- of the crimes that they're accusing each other of, and so I have a hard time, you know, 
separating the cultures that much. I have a hard time saying that, like, oh, America represents like capitalism and China represents communism. It's not really as simple as that. Like, American politics can't contain a lot of stuff that's like socialist in nature and bends towards communism and and stuff like that. You know, and and China kind of kicks our butt in terms in of capitalism. like in co- capitalism. Like, I mean, we have a very close business relationship with them. Like, anytime you order anything from Amazon and from my whole life it's often made in China yeah, and then the US is suffering without manufacturing jobs yeah there's more people in China so this sort of makes sense um, you know than than I think any other country um, but there are more billionaires there are more rich people in China and tell me how that's like tell me how that's communist like that's not right. necessarily communist so like so like so the cultural uh uh, phenomenon are also mirroring each other and this just cracked me up you know the, the 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 pressures may not be concerned by every youth but the main points were widely spread online and instilled in the young generation and ultimately showed up in young people's social network the same culture paints youths as unwilling to succeed <laughs> but perhaps on the contrary they identify as saying because of the futility in pursuing traditional notions of success in their career and family if i wasn't saying china this would be a missive about hollywood this it, would be a missive right. about california except you know? that in america all those emo youth also have guns and and commit murders mass yeah. murders yeah i don't i mean so that's I fun yeah yeah i don't I, you know it's it's manifesting itself in other ways we're a gunned up culture for sure yeah and and uh, you know and and i think that the the like the whole futility aspect of it rings more true in china because um, like the government there is more authoritarian, you know, yeah, is more controlling. Recently, it seems like. like it doesn't, it doesn't like that government over there basically doesn't even make any, uh, you know, at least our government makes a sort of a show of like, Hey America, freedom, right? We're all free. And then they take your freedom away. China, it's sort of like, nah, just follow the rules because otherwise we'll throw you in jail. So, you know, but speaking to Chinese people that I've known, like, uh, you know, they don't describe that as authoritarian in the same way that Americans, like specifically conservative Americans, like describe it. I'm so sung. You're listening to LAAF. We didn't need dialogue. We had faces. Here was an item everybody could have some fun with. He's got the heart of a power clown. Today is definitely a thing. For the whole week? Yes, sir. And now... That's Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, and guess what else? Today, Junior! The LAAF Podcast presents... Today! Today! Is today even a thing? Even a thing? No, we take today off. What? We can't take any day off. Every day is a thing. so many things. Yesterday, well, of course, it was May the 4th, which is May the 4th be with you. And you had that Star Wars. Hey, thanks, everybody, for watching. Hey, thanks, LAAFers, for coming and Represent. And watching the Star Wars uh, parody musical. It was was really fun to make. It was like uh, animations with with live humans. Jimmy played R2-D2, and he he was very short, and he wore a funny helmet. Yeah, beep, beep, boop. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> I, look, I didn't nail the accent, all right? But I got the lines. Beep, boop, boop, beep, 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 boop. Woo! How, how does your R2-D2 have a cigar hanging out of the corner of his mouth? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, that was kind of the style. Um, so happy Star Wars Day for that. Um, 
Yeah, it is May 7th today, uh, which is pretty exciting. Happy National Nurses Day yesterday. I got I put up a cute photo of me pretending to be a nurse, not willing for the actual blood to actually ever be a nurse. But I, I have the scrubs. Oh, somebody, somebody gave you... Legit props on your Facebook I know. for being an actual nurse. I know, my so buddy. You do have to talk. <laughs> <laughs> um, but uh, let's see, what is today, May 7th? Yesterday was uh, National Beverage Day. So, I mean, I know some people That's let so it go vague. by and don't have a beverage. <laughs> <laughs> and who, uh, I don't know, What's your a, lot of these, a lot of these are like coffee. invented by corporations and stuff like that to drive sales, you know, but They're like. Totally. What, like, what corporation could benefit off of Beverage Day? Well, so, I yes. I did miss a National Bombshell Day as well. Uh, that was um, the first Saturday of May, and that was created by Victoria's Secret to celebrate uh, women and their friends. As be we a all bombshell. know, Grace uh, was a bombardier in a B two uh, over the when they were flying over <laughs> Hanoi, or <laughs> no? Oh, it's a different kind of bombshell. Uh, today's National Space Day. Everybody. Oh, okay, you like space. Yeah. Well, everybody, look, if you don't like space, then you should get the fuck out. I mean, I want a lot of space okay, between me here. and everyone. The yoga class I'm is space. just getting closer and closer. Everybody's just closing in on my downward yeah. dog. I'm like, get your face uh, out of my ass. Thank you. It, it's more like space the cosmos, Grace. It's not like personal space. Now, why do you like space so much, Jimmy? Space, Outer um, space. It represents, uh, the, the, it represents limitless possibilities. You like feeling unlimited and free. Yeah, well, I mean, you will be limited anyway, right? You will, yeah, you will, Saturn has that influence. You'll reach your limits, you know? You can only lift so much. You can only run so far. I'm telling you, I'm giving too many gifts with flowers. Like, I've reached my limit. So I don't think we should be, like, sidled with limits that we make up. So anything that, like, is on its face without any limits, like, I'm very drawn to. And space is like that. It represents, you know, uh, exploration and uh, different stuff. You know, finding life and, uh, hey, everybody, it's National No Pants Day. Let's talk about something real. That's not a real. thing. We well, can wear 7th. a skirt. Um, oh, I, I will wear a skirt today. Yeah, National No Pants Day on the first Friday in May, May 7th this year. And we know just how freeing it can be to change out of your pants after a long day. Or just be on the subway with no pants on at all. Sitting with your bare ass on those seats? Yeah. We don't have a subway here in L.A. Well, we kind of do, but no one rides it. Um, <laughs> Will you, for National No Pants Day, do like a subway ride in boxers with me? We could just go, you know. Why? Pasadena to North Hollywood. It would be fun, you know? It would be fun for the social media and You've stuff. already tried to get me to ride the Metro in L.A. <laughs> for fun. I think the Metro is so much fun and Grace is just <laughs> <laughs> Hey, I grew up on the East Coast where we actually rode the subway in New York in a functional way. Yeah. Here in LA, like... She's like, you don't need to, so no. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I have a car. <laughs> Sorry. But it's a train, Grace. It's a train. It's so much fun. I mean, the some of the subway stations are actually beautiful here. Really beautifully artistically designed. Coming up designed. later, I'm going to set the record straight about Cinco de Mayo. Okay, I, I can't wait to hear your white man uh, perspective angry. on that. It's not, no. Uh, me, me and the Mexican stand shoulder to shoulder on this. Well, you have played a Mexican on TV, so <laughs> I guess it's okay. It's true. Oh um, okay, so <laughs> do you ever think about the fact, speaking of space, that we are just sitting 
on this planet and gravity's holding us down and we are actually rotating around and around like a like a Ferris wheel and also spinning fast through space. Yeah. I mean, I love to think about that kind of thing and look up at the clouds and, you know, it's crazy. Think about this. Put we, it in perspective, people. What is what is life about even? We are being... Fo- Why are we here? Okay. All right. This is getting to be like where we should do, you know, a supplemental, you know, Patreon only. <laughs> you know, I mean, why are we here is a big... I can't remember if I had a gummy this morning or not. big deal. Uh, tomorrow is National Do Some Coke Day. What? National... Oh, no, no, no. The it's Coke nas- industry sponsored that? No, no, no. That? It's, I'm sorry. It's oh, National oh. Have a Coke Have Day. Have a Coke. It is about the beverage. It's just I annoying. It was- well, it's almost Mother's Day, so... So if you have a mother, uh, be thinking about that. You got two days to get send her some get flowers. flowers uh, appreciate her. Gifts. Women are completely underappreciated. Mothers are underappreciated. How about equal pay for housework? And those wonderful people out there in the dark. I'll let you two lovebirds talk. Happy, happy birthday. Your birthday is today. Happy, happy birthday. Enjoy your birthday cake. And now it's time for Famous Birthdays on LAAF. Don't cry for me, Argentina. The truth is I never left you. All through my wild days, my man existence. I can't promise, don't keep your kisses. a live key change and remix that's what you can come to expect the pure artistry that dwells inside of these the hallowed walls of the laaf podcast studios happy birthday to eva peron um watch the movie with madonna if you haven't seen it yet it's hot it's a great musical by uh, andrew lloyd weber is there a movie uh i mean this is a historical figure we're talking about yeah so uh, is there a movie born uh, in poverty and became the first lady of argentina is there a movie about her that's not a silly musical i think so yeah because i'd love to just see some straight up you know uh uh dramatized facts you don't like musicals jimmy (sighs) it's just like it, doesn't it take you out of the story when they start singing? I'm literally, no, I'm, don't get me started on that. I, <laughs> singing is just elevated talking. Singing is just more expression this of emotion. This is the conversation of our entire relationship. Like opera, I'm, I mean. I'm anti-singing basically and she's a singer. I so see this works eight out movies good. about, you're anti-singing? I don't like it. No. I think... uh, (laughs) I don't... If you ever notice, people who sing also smoke marijuana, and that's a gateway drug. You know what some nice old man said to me once? Okay, people who sing... Like, uh, go to any karaoke night, right? You'll find... How many unwed mothers will you find? Fuck you! (laughs) That is so mean. You're just scared because you're too scared to sing. just That really struck a nerve. I'm I'm pro-singing. I'm for all the arts. Some nice old man said to me... When he heard me humming or something or saw me perform, he goes, some man is going to be so lucky to have you walking around the house and humming and having that beautiful voice in his home. It is nice. What? You just said. <laughs> anyway, I see eight movies about Eva Perone, so we can apocryphal. check out this one of these. comedy. Calm down over there. <laughs> All right. Um, in any case, yeah. Sensitive Happy little birthday, songbird. <laughs> 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 
Happy birthday also to um, <laughs> Johannes Brahms. He oh. he wrote the lullaby. Lullaby and good night with roses be dyed. Okay. Yeah. All right. Yeah, yeah, I love some Brahms. Yeah, it's yeah. relaxing. Brahms for babies. Yeah, Bach, Beethoven, Brahms. The three Bs. If you want to get yourself Late started. 1800s. If you want to get yourself started on like uh, 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 getting into classical music for dummies, just go three Bs. Bach, mm. Beethoven. Bach, Beethoven, Brahms. Oh, and hey, you bunch of jerks, okay? But you bunch Mozart's of slime balls, all right? You weirdos, all uh, right? Uh, you, it's Don Rickles' birthday, okay? You bunch of fucking, huh? You bunch of slobs, huh? Look at these people Who's in the that? front row. He was an insult comic. He would just make fun of the audience. Oh, that's he would fun. grab somebody out of the front row. He died in 2017. I mean, he really, like, invented... He was cutting edge, you know, when he was doing his thing. And, uh... You know, I mean, lots of people can do roasting and lots of people do roasting in their act and roasting as its own show. It can't show. be too mean, though. But really, ooh, it can. Well, L- maybe. Watch old Rickles. Rickles would, he was relentless and he would grab. But that was all he did almost. So It, it was, was his whole act. It yeah. was his whole thing. Yeah. So yeah. people were, totally knew what they what they came for and what, the, what to expect. It is kind of funny. And if you sat in the front row, you were going to get picked apart. I mean, he ba- uh. he would basically like get couples you know, and grab the dude and be like, this guy's got a small penis and he can't please you. And, and is everybody uh, just laughing and laughing? Oh, man, it's the greatest. Dang. It's the greatest. It's back in the days when comedy was funny and when you could say mean things. <laughs> and yeah, happy birthday, Don Rickles. Um, it is also Tchaikovsky's birthday. Uh, remember, oh, we recommended, the- uh, you know, watch the watch uh, the Nature Channel with the Nutcracker playing. Uh, uh, oh, it's yeah. always fun. Yeah. Oh yeah. For, for, for Christmas. Christmas. Yeah. Mm-hmm. If you're shrooming. <laughs> <laughs> if you're doing shroom Christmas, then you got to put the Nutcracker on the video, but turn the sound down. And uh, no, no, no. Put the Nutcracker on the sound, but turn the no no video, and then watch uh, nature videos. Speaking of which, it is Dave and Attenborough's birthday tomorrow. Um, Who's he- that? Oh, he does nature documentaries. Yeah, right. I think he's got a new one out on Netflix right now. That's right. It's and kind of my favorite. My favorite part of Disney Plus is the National Geographic section. Oh. But I did watch um, Princess and the Frog the other night after you went to bed. And it was great. It's like a New Orleans jazz musical. I can't believe I never saw that. It's a classic. Of course, I didn't see it because it came out in like 2009, which was after I was a child. But... Oh, also, uh, happy birthday to 6699, <clears throat> 6699, formerly, uh, uh, formerly, what was his name? Um, uh, Takashi 6699. I say 6699 because I pronounce the number and the letters, and it's it's spelled 6, uh, number 6, I-X, number 9, I-N-E. So, happy birthday, 6699. Um, happy birthday back on May 5th to Adele, who turned 33. And happy birthday to my friend Kapila May, um, oh. who turned young on May 4th. Super young. Happy birthday, everybody. Happy May. Uh, get me presents, because my birthday's coming up in a couple of weeks. Oh, yeah. Oh. Come to the beach for the party. Just go to your local beach. We'll just light up the whole West Coast. For How's Grace that? Bay. That's right. You lied about your birthday, give us back our cake. You lied about your birthday, please go drown in a lake. Every celebrity's a thief. No, that's gay. Yes, every celebrity is gay.
And now, the LAAF Podcast presents Today in History. It's part of how you find your creative self. Well, I mean, you, you got to experiment. I mean, that's how you get ahead in Hollywood. You got to sleep around. And, and if the, you know, if it's a female producer and she's about to give you a role and she, you know, the casting couch is for everybody. The first U.S. presidential inaugural ball was held in 1789. You got to have a ball if you got rich white people. <laughs> it's the only kind of party you can have. This is a ball. I did actually get to go into the museum at the Huntington Library for the first time and see all the photos. I mean, not, what am I talking about? All the incredible oil paintings and portraits with the portraits of these European dukes and duchesses and viscounts and things like that and ladies and lords. And they're like 12 feet tall, these portraits. Wow. Yeah, and it's it was incredible just to walk into a museum again, which is why that's what I'm going to do now that it's open. I want to really appreciate museums, libraries, movie theaters, and finally theaters in, in a way that maybe we took them all for granted back in 2019, but I'm, I'm all about appreciating that in 2021. Um, but it, it was interesting because the Huntington Gardens has is in Los Angeles and or Pasadena, and it has a lot, a very diverse population that attends. Um, but as soon as you go into this museum, it reminded me of going to museums when I was a child on the East Coast, and it's just celebrating these rich white Europeans, yeah. which even my ancestors were never that rich. They, I never had lords or ladies in my line, probably not, probably just normal people who managed to survive and escape to America. It's just so interesting because I'm just thinking of all the people that go through there and are like, wow, look how the these old day. white people lived and they had all this money yeah. and they had all this. How much art? How much? Uh, uh, it's not that exciting anymore. It's not relevant. I've probably asked this before. I'm having it's deja like vu right now. But how much art that's produced with money, right? Right. Not just art that you make. For Graffiti or well, art journals. But but art that's produced with money, right? How much of it is to aggrandize a white person? <laughs> all. Like, almost all. Like, I was watching Tenet the other day. Tenet's a great movie. Mm. Um, it's super thick. Like, I don't know. It's kind of hard to follow, but it's got a lot of action, too. So it's like, man, I don't really have to follow That's it. That's on HBO, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so, so uh, uh, and, and I was, like, kind of thinking about the fact that, you know, this guy... I didn't get the actor's name, but it's this, this, the lead is a black guy, and um, he's super good, and it's you know he does a great job, a fantastic performance uh, uh, in it, and um, <laughs> it's I'm looking at the cast and crew, and it's like well dressed man, uniformed official, driver. Oh, John David Washington. So I'm like, John David Washington does a great job, and and I'm like, so so I was like, how how many movies have been basically this same movie, but like we're just coming around to the to the idea that like oh this could be a black guy, you know, like, and then I got to thinking, okay, that's all of art, like all of art has like and a, women a white too. European lead, and and all of literature, like I was an English major, it was I, all like that was the whole thing was that you had to take a special course to try to get diverse voices. It was like a special English course, but the main curriculum was like Shakespeare, yeah. Alexander Poe. John Milton, like just all the old white guys. I mean, this is no not news. We know this. But now that like the United States is more diverse or finally we're 
recognizing it. We need media, literature, history, all of these things to reflect all of our voices. I'm not, not like that type of culture warrior, but also I can see why someone would look around and start to be like, what the fuck, you know? <clears throat> the Huntington does have um, a more updated contemporary exhibit as well, I think. But anyway, I'm sorry I keep talking about that. Okay. Huntington uh, Garden Report. <laughs> <laughs> hey, there's not a lot to do in Pasadena yet, all right? Uh, Things welcome are Welcome to Huntington reopening. Garden I- AF. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, I've got uh, stuff, you know, the, the channel opens. No, it's time to set the... I mean, the channel did open. The channel. Uh, the channel. But it's time to set the record closed? straight about... No, 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 no. The, oh. This day in history, the channel opened. Oh. Um, I uh, love that. The channel, the, the tunnel under the channel between England and France. Yes. It's time to set the record straight about Cinco de Mayo. Okay. The day that the outnumbered Mexican army defeated the evil French at the Battle of Puebla. During okay. the French and Mexican War, an outnumbered Mexican army defeated a powerful invading French force. The Fuck retreat the of French. the French troops at the Battle of Puebla no, represented kidding. a great moral victory for the people of Mexico, symbolizing the country's ability to defend its sovereignty against a powerful foreign Viva nation. Mexico. It was uh, it was the day that they realized it's not Mexican Independence Day. It's the day that they realized that their their uh, uh, army was good enough that they wouldn't get taken over by any of these crazy Europeans coming from everywhere. You know, everybody, the French, the friggin' Argentinians, the friggin' but they uh, were already colonized English, from Spain. The Mexican people, the Spanish, yeah. The, but they had developed. A sense of uh, um, nationalism, you know what I mean? Like this is, you know, like with the indigenous people, the Mayans. Yeah, the mixture was like, you know, the people, like people became Mexicans fast. I guess in a way, you know, like the, the Spanish culture and the indigenous culture blended quickly, and the Mexican culture happened. I know? still think there was some it's, it rude behavior the on the Spanish. No. part of the yeah. invade the no, conquistadors. Yeah, but I mean, they it was there. It was their their announcement of like, hey, we're on t- autonomy. Happy Cinco de Mayo! <laughs> Fucking piece of shit that show is. Enough of this. We're done. <laughs> oh, are we not supposed to be happy about it? No. Oh. It's terrible. The RMS Lusitania was sunk in 1915 by a German submarine off the southern coast of Ireland. It's the end of the show, Grace. It started World history War One. over. History is over. I think. I mean, I don't know anything about history. Why are we even just bullshitting about this? We should just talk about stuff we know, like... Um, I've been doing, I worked on the TRX at my fitness studio yesterday and... Nobody cares um, about that though. <laughs> but no, people don't care about history. Yes, they do. It's oh, super interesting. Whatever. Battle of Puebla, Grace. The defeat of the evil French. All I know is the restaurants and bars are opening again in LA. And so I've been going, I'm going to go out with my friends tonight, with my girlfriends for my friend's birthday and... Uh, I don't know. It's cool. I get to like wear earrings and put on a cute outfit and just feel like I'm re-entering the world again. Like, I don't know. I'm glad I got vaccinated. Even though lots of people, 30% of Americans don't want to get vaccinated. Like I was reading something that says basically if it was World War II today, we wouldn't be able to win because because the United States is no longer we distrust the government because they haven't been there for us and because we distrust them we don't want to get the vaccine shot no. we don't want to participate in their bullshit the way that back in the day you know 
people would voluntarily join the army to fight for their country. And it, there was just a different sense of everyone's going to pull together. Instead, if you ask people why they're not getting the vaccine, it's a personal reason. Oh, I'm not going to get it anyway. I probably already got it. Whatever. They aren't thinking of it like a collective, like this is what's good for the whole country, for the people that are vulnerable to it. There's not that sense of we're in it together anymore. It's very individual and sort of like... But also, no one trusts the government, but by Biden pouring trillions of dollars into the government and creating this kind of New Deal situation, which they did after World War One, we might be able to re-enter that sense of actual national pride if the government shows up for us and gives us money and health care and things that we need. We might like our country again. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Mm. You're part of the feel the the population, like many of us, that distrust it so much. I yeah. mean, distrust is earned. We 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 don't trust people because they it would take a generation of it would take a generation of leadership that's like responsible and who you know not could, just about self aggrandizement. Yeah, I don't know, just quieter and responsible and kind of boring. That's and Biden. Administrative and boring Biden. <clears throat> yeah, I'm not. You know, um, I mean, I'm not mad about the way things are going under the Biden administration, but I also hope that it puts a lie to the whole idea that, like, the president is what changes this. You know, it's administration all the way across the table. Like, Well, it's because the Democrats also have the two houses. This president steals a lot of freaking air from the room is what the president does. And, like, over this whole time, I've been becoming more familiar with who represents me in the state government, who represents me, you know, in the county, in the city, and stuff like that. That. And it's like this whole idea that, you know, we're, the, the, the machine of change or the, the thing that we're going to use, the tool that we're going to use to affect change is this presidential vote is a lie. It's stupid. And nothing's going to change just because you got in a new president from a new party. Nothing is. You have to change out. Just like you just said, a lot of the change is happening because... Um, there are more Democrats in the House and Senate um, and in the Congress uh, now than, you know, now. And so they actually get to do stuff that they want to do without, you know, partisan um, fighting getting in the way. And so, you know, while a one party government is not is no freaking goal, like actually getting stuff done is a goal. Um, and so, so the more that they can do that and not use their seats in government to aggrandize themselves and be Trump and be AOC and be, you know, be basically uh, social media stars. Like that's not what my fucking government is for. But you know, if you pave are the potholes, deliver the mail, give me my fucking unemployment check, and get out of my face. I mean, who wouldn't want to be a social media star? So then get go your do ring that. light going. Then you go know. do that. I'm going to start posting some, I think, ukulele videos on my YouTube channel. Maybe one with my frame drum. Okay. How do I get more likes and follows? Hmm. Yeah. Yeah. That sounds like a that sounds like a great thing for like a, a pretty blonde girl in uh, L.A. trying to be an actress, but not for someone who's in uh, government. Yeah. But how do they raise the money to fund their campaigns? You have to become popular. It's always been that way. I guess. It used to become be stump popular. speeches at the train stops and now it's become popular, social media presence. Become popular in your district. Become popular by treating your constituents good. Become popular by getting reelected because you did that. You know, become popular in the same ways that a politician. There's lots of politicians, you know, uh, who are popular just because they are a hit in their district, Maxine Waters. 
you know? I don't see why politicians, why the fashion is so boring and conservative and everyone has to wear suits and like all buttoned up. Like, why can't you just wear like comfortable shoes, sneakers and like dresses or like something fun? I don't know. We got like Congress people with traditional face tattoos. We got a trans person running for governor. We've got, it's going to look a lot so trans different soon the, the Caitlyn Jenner like sneakers instead of heels mm. 6690 She's is gonna run one day once he's gotten a little more grown up and so- sober you know he won't be wearing no suit you know Kanye he's gonna make another stab at it he's gonna be wearing Yeezys he's not gonna be wearing you know a blue suit with a red tie a blue know? suit is nice though the new generation is coming suit, Jimmy. and it is annoying and we'll walk you through it right here on the LAAF podcast we're here for you and also in um, nature news things are blooming and blossoming and um, <sighs> roots are spreading down it's enough the trees are reaching for the sky and it's more May, than enough for you May is a flowering <laughs> <laughs> tra la 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 <laughs> So remember to follow us on the LAAF podcast things and give us money at patreon.com. We're putting LAAF. cute pictures up. So, so, and do comment and, and tell us things and tell us that you're listening because I feel like I'm talking to nobody, but then every once in a while, right a friend here. will be like, Oh, well, I'm right here. Like I said, this is super fun. <laughs> this is why I have to wait a week to do this again. He's a real nowhere man. Don't sing. Queen is on. No singing. You, I've told I you. I am the queen. I've told you how I feel about singing. No one will silence me. Just like <laughs> you, like open space and potential. I will sing. No one can stop me. I'll stop recording. That's how I'll stop. It's obvious you two hate each other. 